Hello, people of the internet. My name's Isaiah. And my name is Matt. And this is episode 99 of the Mildly Ignorant Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. One, one away. One away from the big... Big nine nine. Nine nine! <laughs> yeah? <laughs> the big 100. <laughs> the big one oh is what I was going to say. <laughs> one episode away from 100 episodes. Over 100 hours of us talking. Over a hundred weeks of the podcast. That's gross. Two years and one month, approximately, of us I doing this pod. I live with me, and it's it's too much of me. Yeah. Well, we're here, and like I said, next week will be an all AI generated podcast for you for the hundred episodes the special. Up. Yes, it will, man. It will be. No, it won't. It will be. It will be a hundred no, episodes. Won't. Yes, it will. I mean, AI. It will be 100. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it will. That is true. Will it be AI? No, that's false. It will hmm. be. Nope. And this... You're wrong. This is wrong a, This is a bit that Matt and I have created He's before wrong. the pod for me to... He is incorrect. He's not right. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> this is 100% a bit that Matt and I have created before the he podcast. Lying, lying where, bigly. Where I say that episode 100 is AI, Matt says it isn't. So that way, when episode 100 comes out, you guys don't know. Yeah, you have to know. You have to figure out on yourself. You have to figure it out by yourself whether the episode 100 is AI generated or not. It's our 100th episode. It's going to be our biggest episode yet. (laughs) Shut up, dude. (laughs) Bro's going down the fucking Donald Trump impersonation (laughs) pipeline now. (laughs) Uh, He's such a clown. Like, if he wasn't, like, such a terrible person, it would be funny, you know? (laughs) But... It's just a garbage human being. Remember when you had a reality show? Yeah. Celebrity What was it called? The Apprentice? Yeah. Yeah. Garbage. What does he fucking know about business? Uh, Bros went bankrupt seven times. He got a million dollars from his dad. That's that's business. Honestly, garbage. It was really trash TV, though, to be honest. I mean, that was the era of trash TV, though. Like, when did it come out? Uh, I'm I'm saying, like... Okay, I was going to say like 2004. 2008, and then apparently the last season was hosted by Arnold Schwarzenegger. <sighs> what the fuck? And I, I I never heard of that in my life. Because nobody watches this show anymore. Oh, apparently after one season, Arnold stepped down, and that's why the show ended. It was supposed to keep going, but then he just said, nope, I'm out. Fuck you guys. Okay, if there's one thing Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to do is keep busy. <laughs> like, bro... Does he even act anymore? He's like the governor of, of California. Is that still a thing? Oh, what? What? He's the governor of Netflix? Yeah, he's like the he's like the he's like the the, the Netflix dude now. That's his like shtick. He's like he's like uh, Charles Martinet, but for like Netflix. He's like their ew. He's their like director of action or whatever they title they gave him. Whatever their funness ambassador, something like that, man. I don't know. But yeah, he still actually did like the show on Netflix called Fubar, which sucked. Um, and he also had a documentary that flopped. Yeah. But speaking of flopping, let's let's turn it to the biggest flop we know. So, um, over the last couple of days, Elon Musk has come out and said Twitter, I'm not calling it X, could charge all users subscription fees. 
yeah. what do you think of this? And this is to re- to deal with the bots, basically, is his reasoning behind this. He wants to charge everyone a subscription fee because he said that the bots are out of control and it's not something he can easily handle without a subscription. That's and so stupid. Personally, I'm all for this, man, because this is going to kill Twitter so much faster. Oh, yeah. Speedrun yeah. Twitter death? Hell yeah. Sign me up. Do this, Elon. Kill your own fucking platform. But yeah. Like, speaking of people who have no actual business sense, <laughs> who let this clown in charge? I don't know I why he's so it's... addicted to X, man. He, all his life, he's always wanted to make something X. I don't know he's, why. He's... He's still a fucking like teenager, stunted teenager. Yeah, fucking prepubescent edge lord. He's never <laughs> fucking grown out of it because nobody's ever told him no. Yeah, SpaceX X trying to make PayPal X before he got kicked out of the company. Um, like Jesus. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, it's funny. All these social media platforms are kind of just crashing and burning in their own ways. I mean, like, I still use Twitter because there's still content on there that, I mean, it was the prime fucking social media platform for communication. Like, remember when literally, like, every company, I remember, like, when there was power outages, fucking Ontario Power was like, yo, check our Twitter account. Like, you know what I mean? To see, like, no, what, what you're just addicted were. to Twitter, man. He said you would leave that platform. So, and you said yeah, you're fucking so, addicted yeah, to you're Twitter. Right. I'm so addicted. To you know Twitter. I'm fucking right. You know it. I'm right. Bro said you would quit Twitter and then quit you're Twitter. An idiot. No, I never said I would quit Twitter. I will legit find the fucking Facebook tw- uh, Facebook message you sent me. And fucking prove it to you. You literally said you're done with Twitter like a week after Musk bought it or whatever. I remember you saying that. And then you like, I mean, quit it's it. still just garbage though. Like every time you look at a post, everybody who commented is just the idiots who pay a fucking $12 a month for their blue So it's just mark. like, yeah, the stupidest comments. Cause like, you know that anybody who pays for Twitter doesn't have half a fucking brain cell. So it's just like, even on, even on posts of things that I like actually like, It'll be like some blue checkmarked idiot talking about how like, oh, this is stupid. And it's like, who asked for your fucking opinion? Go <laughs> fucking pay $12 a month to show up first on social media. It's just stupid. And like now everyone will have to pay. I will not pay for Twitter. I will say that explicitly. <laughs> like if it comes down to it, I will delete it. I will not use it if I have to fucking pay. I refuse. There's literally free fucking social media platforms. I'm not paying for that. All right. So this was apparently during this um, an interview with the Israeli prime minister. What the fuck? <laughs> he said this, and then apparently, uh, I like how this article says Musk, who has a history of making impromptu statements, <laughs> did not confirm whether X would definitely push ahead with a charging policy. X has been contacted for further comment. Yeah, the Israeli Prime Minister said he hoped Musk would find ways within the confines of the First Amendment to clamp down on anti-Semitism and other forms of hatred on X. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... What the fuck you can even... The fuck, how does that even, like, matter? Like, clamp... Like, he obviously can't even do... He can't even fucking... 
Dude, he can't even like properly censor his platform. Like I know he's he talks about like free speech, but like literal fucking hate speech, and he just like lets it pass. But he, but, but the bots are the problem. The bots, man, gotta kill the bots. <laughs> but yeah, because uh, he's all free speech, man, except for uh, anti-Semitism or something. What was that tweet he made? <laughs> Saying he's he's for free speech except anti-Semitism, <laughs> and then the far right people fucking went nuts on him for saying that. I forget what it was. He said something stupid like that. But every day he says something stupid, so I guess it's hard to keep track. Yeah, it's honestly you could keep a journal. Oh, you stupid fuck. shit! This idiot says. Wait, what the fuck? He just made a post forty-four minutes ago. Uh, many oh. cool features coming to. Uh, um, X, Twitter, whatever. See, that's going to be like, oh, we're including all these things, so that's why we're layering in a subscription now. Oh, okay, yeah, they're doing tons of stuff. They just, like, you can video call now on X, apparently, or it's coming soon. Why? You can, like... I don't have to. I have literally my phone. Do, like, live tweets. Uh, like, live, like, opinions or something? I have no idea what the fuck that is. Um... They already have those, video. like, oh yes, yeah, so subscribing to your favorite rooms. Tw- like creators thing. That's following them. Like what? Oh, and now uh, you can also like they'll incorporate like more actively like buying stuff on X. You know that I don't know why he's so addicted to that, but he wants to make X like a place to buy things. So that's a feature that's coming soon. Is like in embedded like shopping things like shopping items you mean like instagram has well those are ads right you click, you click on them and they bring to a website you want to like embed it into x or like if you want to buy a pair of sneakers you click on it and you buy it within x so i guess x takes a cut yeah so x can take a cut <laughs> yeah 100 percent. the only reason why speaking of social media though did you see that facebook app got updated and it's gross now like the logo. Facebook app? Like the Facebook logo. Logo. I am not on it enough. It just says Facebook in all lowercase. Like It looks like a, like a child. No, but the, like the app logo changes. It's like a dark, dark blue now. On my phone, at least it, it changed. Ha- I don't think it's happened to me yet then. What, what, what do you, who do you think survives this Armageddon of social media? Because X isn't doing too well. Facebook isn't doing too well. Uh, I have no idea hopefully what threads, nobody. threads is happening. but Hopefully they all crash and burn. <laughs> Bro. You- no, because they think it's a business. When social media is, it cannot be a successful business. That's the problem. Well, yeah. Social media can never be profitable. It's never been profitable. No. And that's why, like, even back in the day, Facebook was, like, selling your, like, information. That's where the money came from. Yeah. It's okay, man. As long as they don't take our TikTok. Am I right? (laughs) Am I right? Am I right, boy? Can't take our TikTok. (laughs) Can't take our TikTok. (laughs) Our TikTok. Because even, like, boy, what the fuck is happening? All right. Uh. Like, even Snapchat, I feel like, isn't as big as it used to be anymore, right? Or maybe I'm just too old for it oh, now. Oh, hell no. But everyone's moved on to, like, TikTok and... Well, like, Snapchat has, like, a very niche 
I don't want to say market, but like it's again something that once the what's the word I'm looking for when something is new, once the novelty of it is worn mm-hmm. off, like it's not gonna. There's nothing keeping you on Snapchat. Like you can only send so many nudes of yourself <laughs> that delete themselves <laughs> to people. The primary use for Snapchat. But hey, man, like, you can talk yeah, to the yeah. AI now. I hate how it always shows up at the top of your conversation. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, when? hold on, let me check. When did they introduce it? Because it, I haven't fucking used it since. And you, but can, it's just like, uh, you can also... Received five months ago. You can also watch can those satisfying videos on the front page now, too. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're always the, like, the worst <laughs> stories. They're like the fucking... It's like one step up from 4chan. <laughs> it's like if let's get all of our news stories from 4chan. Like that's what Snapchat feels like. And like all their articles and stories and also like they're also competing with Be Real now. I've never even used it. I still don't understand 100% what it is, but Be Real is like a huge thing with like teens and young Again, adults. Again, because it's yeah, because it's a novelty. Yeah. And I'm sure it's going to die if off. If I remember right, I I remember when it was just like They'll send you a text message saying, like, hey, you have, like, three minutes to make a be real post. And it'll take a picture of, like, your front and back camera. So, like, if you wanted to take a selfie, you could, like, see where you are. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, basically, like, someone sends you what they're doing, like, live, right? And you answer back what you're doing live, essentially. No, it's not, like, I mean, I don't know. I'm being mildly ignorant here. But when it first came (laughs) out, it was literally just, like... They will randomly text you saying, like, this is your opportunity to be seen. And then... I don't want to be seen. (laughs) Well, that's just saying. It's like this... Be be real gives everybody that chance of, like, oh, my God, I can can be viral. Mm, What do you think the next social media will be? Um, probably aliens. <laughs> social media will be aliens. Yeah, it'll it'll just it'll just be aliens. It'll just be aliens. Like, it'll be like a uh like a tadpole in your mind that you just broadcast Shut the fuck to up, your friends. <laughs> Shut up. You walked right into that one. God, I love Baldur's Gate. That was a Baldur's Gate reference in case anybody Yeah, Matt's Matt's is whole listening. personality now is just Baldur's Gate. Literally Baldur's it's Gate. It's so good. It's like uh, it's so good. Another point down for Isaiah introducing Matt to something that he said he would not like and then he ended up loving. Ding ding what? ding. How did I get into it? How did I actually get into it? No, it wasn't you. It was my friends who play final fantasy shut the fuck up dude literally i made you get the game and you're no, fucking pissy you like, i don't know how to play dnd i'm not gonna like this and then you played it and then you liked it shut the fuck up <laughs> it wasn't you but it, you'd love to take credit for it things. was me so it's like every other fucking thing wasn't, I introduced it literally you wasn't you okay <laughs> but yeah uh we're still playing though because uh listen the, th- the thing the, time hey, play it. the thing that definitely made me get Baldur's Gate 3 and this is like a spoiler was the fact that you could romance the mind flares <laughs> at one point in the up. game no dead ass that was like okay that that's the tipping point that made me buy it got Matt all hot and bothered he was ready to go hell yeah <laughs> listen I'm all about that 
like I don't want to get onto this on the podcast. <laughs> Message me in private if you want to know. <laughs> That's because Joel send you some fa- links. Yeah, Joel's favorite links. <laughs> All my fan fiction. And <laughs> fan art. Speaking of aliens, though, we can give a little update on the alien situation that happened last sure. week or the week before or whatever. Yeah. Um, aliens in Mexico. The, the, the guy that's been caught making paper mache aliens and fucking making his own corpses out of animal bones and not even putting the bones in the right uh like orientation yeah. anyways he uh last week did a congress hearing showed these new aliens off that apparently were revealed back in 2019 and proven to be false but he still mm-hmm. proved he still brought them to congress again but this time around he came prepared apparently because the doctors ran the laboratory tests on the bodies and have found a that these aliens are not a, mic- a mishmash of different bones anymore. It's all bones belonging to a single species. They haven't been able to identify the species yet, according to this That's thing. And they've creepy. also been able to prove that none of the bones were in an incorrect orientations. So he's learned his lesson. He's improved since 2019. He's getting there. The scammer's getting there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they said... Um, there's no evidence of any assembly or manipulation of the skulls. Uh, the doctor said, I'm not going to say his name because it's Spanish and I'm going to butcher it. Uh, creations made of animal and human bones joined together with synthetic glue. Oh, he's talking about the old ones right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they said that they were only... What if they're... Bro, what if they're real? What if they're real and everybody's been <laughs> clowning on this guy? And he's just like, why is everyone clowning? These are real fucking aliens. <laughs> It's, it's like the guy that cried wolf too many times, right? Like yeah. He, he, he's been trying and to prove aliens. And then he gets abducted aliens. by aliens. Yeah. He's been trying to prove aliens were, were real his entire life. And like this time they're actually real. No one's fucking believing him because he falsified it all the other times. Yeah. What would be the odds of an alien actually looking like what we portrayed in pop culture for them to be? Like these little fucking I mean, little things. Are aliens? I used to know the answer to this, but like, I always thought there was some like actual like scientific reasoning behind why they would be, you know, like they have extra. Oh my god, I'm just thinking of like destroy all humans. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, belong to single skeleton. I'm trying to see if there's any more details. They didn't say anything much. Uh, Oh, they weren't able to date it, though. They said they did carbon-14 dating, and they weren't able to, to, like, really figure out if the alien was actually a thousand years old that the guy was claiming. Because they're timeless, man. They're <laughs> So that's the only thing they weren't able to do. Uh, billions of years old. That's why. You said that they're one real. That one was also in gestation and had large lumps that they were, that suggested to be eggs inside of it. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, yeah, so that's our weekly update on that alien thing. I still don't think it's fucking real. Um, I think it's real. Shut the fuck up, I dude. I know it's real. I know in my heart. <laughs> I know aliens when I see them. We we wish it was real. For real, though. <laughs> I want to believe. So you can fuck them? Yeah. <laughs> like the meme you sent me. Gay people when love. they see aliens. <laughs> love little green men. Little green men. Uh, like eggs in me. 
All right, on to our next position. Topic. <laughs> next topic. Let's talk about another company in the gaming industry doing wacky things, pissing off their fan base, pissing off their users. Because that's a common trope now in the video game world. Yeah. Unity. Our classic friends, Unity, the company known uh, for being, uh, what do you call it? The engine for shitty <laughs> Unity like, flipped fucking games here? on Steam. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Unity announced that they are, um, starting in 2024, releasing this, like, pricing. Uh, I'm losing my words right now. Like, pricing. Yeah. Paper install program. Yeah. So, basically, what they're doing is that they're charging the developers money every time someone installs their game so there's it's usually about 20 cents per install but it will depend on how much money uh your game makes and how much and what like engine you use like if you use like the personal uh, you have a personal account like a pro account or enterprise account or whatever it'll charge you different amounts uh depending on that and how many installs you have but for most people it'd probably be 20 cents per install that the developer has to pay out of pocket um back to unity yeah and and they want to like retroactively implement this yeah so like every game like for example the the big one is the guy who designed flappy bird in 2002 uh, has reportedly received a $12 million bill from the developers of the Unity engine, the Unity game engine, <laughs> due to new retroactive installation fees they've implemented. And it's funny because you can't even get Flappy Bird anymore. Or, like, you have to go through, like, lengths to actually get it. Like, you can play it on a browser, right? But mm-hmm. I don't think you can download it in the app stores anymore. It's just not available. Yeah, it doesn't exist. The, app, the official game doesn't exist. Which is crazy that then Unity would turn around and say, oh, you owe us $12 million for all the installs. Like, what? What? <laughs> Apparently, he didn't even use the, en- the Unity engine. He said, in the, in, in the article he sent me, he said, uh, the creator said, this doesn't make any sense at all. I never wanted the trouble that came with having the most popular game of a given moment. As we know, he that's why he deleted the game, because he was yeah. struggling with it. And that was before yeah. these idiots started talking about charging someone every time their game was downloaded. Please just leave me alone. Also, I didn't even use the <laughs> Unity engine. <laughs> what the <Yeah>. fuck? <laughs> How do they send him a bill, then, if you never use the fucking engine? That's so crazy. So, executives from Unity defended the controversial decision oh. to apply arbitrary fees to things like downloaded demos and reinstallations of previously played games. You have to understand said unity executive mark witten we're trying to make as much money as possible here we're glad the kids are enjoying their hobby for children but it's paramount to all of our success that you stand back and let the grown-ups manipulate the thing they're passionate about in a way that prioritizes shaking people down for every fucking cent we can we're sorry if our dedication to capitalism has upset any of our developers we're still we're sorry you feel that way we feel really bad about it there's this n- is obviously satire yeah there's no way that's fucking real what the fuck yeah <laughs> that's funny though that they said that. Yeah. Uh, 
Unity has now apologized for charging the Flappy Bird guy $12 million and also went ahead and released their next few public apologies preemptively to stay ahead of things. <laughs> I don't know if that article is real. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this article is real anymore, man. Now. See, we're mildly ignorant. Yeah. We didn't fact check this shit before fucking uh, saying it on the pod. Yeah. I love it when we bring something and, and then debunk it. <laughs> to be fair, this is Matt idea. This is Matt's idea. Matt's idea. Matt's idea. It was Matt, Matt, Matt's idea. Listen, I just Googled and it was like one of the first things that popped up. But this Unity thing is real, though. We'll talk, yes. This is not fake news. Unity is actually coming up with this thing. And Back to a real article. Companies are big mad. Like, companies have come out and said, if Unity doesn't reverse this, we're done. We're leaving. Because it, yeah. it's crazy. Like, you're already paying to have the engine, right? The developers aren't getting Unity for free. They're paying exactly. to get Unity. And... It's so annoying because you look at their business model and instead of putting time and effort back into the engine, Unity likes to develop this shit like Unity social media or Unity fucking AI support or all this mm-hmm. bullshit instead of actually putting the money back into the Unity engine. If you requ- if you need this money so bad, just drop all the extra shit that no one's asking for, right? Yeah. But let me remind you, the CEO of Unity is the ex-CEO of EA Games, so that explains exactly how greedy they are now. Oh, yeah. And so they've released a statement on Twitter saying, we apologize for the confusion and, ang- and angst the runtime fee policy we announced uh, on Tuesday. Uh, so they're backpedaling. Mm-hmm. Uh, under the tentative new plan, Unity will limit fees to 4% of a game's revenue for customers making over a million dollars and said that installations counted towards reaching the threshold won't be retroactive is what they're saying now Mm. under the new plan it seems unity will still charge per installation but the cap will uh but it will cap the charge at four percent like i just said um for now we don't know if there's a cap for fees making under that amount Mm -hmm. and it also seems like unity will only assess installs made after january 1st instead of retroactively so they're coming out with more clearer terms, but people yeah. are still like, hey, this is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, and they also changed uh, a big concern was people saying, well, people can just because, you know, gamers are fucking super fucking what's the word? Tribalistic when it comes to the like, games and like s- developers they like. So a big concern was mm-hmm. that people would like run script to just <laughs> download and uninstall the game over and over and over again <laughs> to get them to charge the install fee to the developer. Yeah. But apparently that's not happening anymore. Unity said, no, they're not going to be doing that. Uh, yeah. They're going to have software that like tracks that kind of stuff, which is bullshit because they're going to work around that to like everything else. Yeah. Like if people are still going to want to do that. Um, they also announced that like charity downloads and stuff like that will not count. Mm-hmm. So they're 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 switching it up a little bit, but obviously it's still a stupid move. And developers are backing out. Like Among Us, Among Us said that they uh, will take their game offline or stop development altogether until they're able to move mm-hmm. over to a new engine. If they, if Unity goes forward with this, yeah. Uh, Slay the Spire, another huge game, said to fuck right off, and <laughs> like literally said in their like public yeah. press yeah. release, like oh, actually yeah. fuck off, word for word. <laughs> Uh, Terraria just now yesterday they don't even use Unity but they made a $2,000 donation to an open source competitor $200,000 $200,000 sorry yeah and they don't even use Unity 
And this is something yeah. I wanted to talk about. Like, this is exactly what needs to happen. Like, like unity. Okay, no. Yeah, like, yes and no. This is, like, the example of, like, oh, like, this poor American student is paralyzed, so everybody in his classroom came up with enough money to get him a wheelchair. It's like, this is supposed to be a feel-good story, but this is fucked up. The industry should cater to this. It shouldn't be something that, like, developers themselves are doing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this isn't a fucking Kickstarter program to, like, help other people come together. Like... It should not be this hard for developers to, like, come up with this money and, and to come up with these methods to help people develop games. Like, it shouldn't be on the backs of your peers. It should be something that, like, if you want to, you know, like, develop a game, it shouldn't be so hard. And you shouldn't, like, need, like, a monopoly, like, Unity or something. Mm, so, like, no. this looks like a feel-good story, but, like, it, it is. But at the same time, it's, like... Uh, why why does terraria developer have to do it like i don't agree with that but anyways uh (laughs) what i was trying to say is like what i was trying to say was that to deal with this the small developers because no no triple a studio uses in unity right they all use their in-game engines and that's why like i don't agree with what you're saying these companies these indie companies that have like four people in their basement can't create a game engine is that what you're trying to say that's genuinely impossible. It takes like years and years and years. No, like I know. a huge crew to make an engine that's functional. But it's like when you have something big like this, like you should want to promote like new developments and not take like the stance that Unity has and just like fucking. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, we're clowning on him for advantage. that. We're clowning on him. Exactly. The CEO for that. But yeah, what I think is happening prop is what's going well though in this whole ordeal is the bigger indie developers that are standing up for this, like Terraria, Slay the Spire, yeah. all these people that have the money behind them to go up and face Unity head on because the smaller developers that do these Unity flipped games that are two guys in the basement don't have the money to step up the Unity and they're not going to be able to make a big enough impact to make Unity fuck off or change their mind. It's only these big companies that have more to lose and also less to lose at the same time that are able that yeah. have the power to stand up to unity and make them change their mind. So I'm glad that, that they are standing up, even though they don't, some of them don't even use, uh, unity. You would never catch a triple A yeah. company doing this. No, that's why no, oh, 100%, but they're the ones who should be like, that's the thing. Like why, but, why would why they? Is it like, that's why I don't, I don't understand your point of view. It's like, the, why would they? For the good of the industry and not just being penny pinching bastards. Like I get it. It is an industry that is designed to make money, but like, it's also an art form and it's also like people's passions. Like it's not just a money making machine. It's something that like people should commit to and it should be something that they can develop themselves in and it should foster growth and development instead of being all about money all the time. But then they yeah, but their argument could be that they there's still other engines out there, right? That's their argument. Cuz like I mean there's always going to be a counter. Cuz like if you look at like Unreal's gaining probably so much from this, right? Unreal just needs to sit back, yeah. relax, and take all the companies that are coming into them left, right, and center from this ordeal. But then, see, like going even further than that, Unreal could do something for new developers to be like, hey, we're not going to fuck you over. Like, we're going to help you like grow and we're going to promote your games and shit like that. Uh, I think like, this is the perfect opportunity to win clout. Not just that, but like, 
Mm. win clout is like the surface level but like the good it would do for the industry would be 10 times more mm. than just like i don't think having people transfer i don't think it's a good thing if they would directly address the situation i think it's best if they just don't say anything and just no they don't have to but they could easily just like be like hey if you you know like if you choose unreal engine here are the benefits that you can you can get like here's what we're gonna do for you because you know, we care about gaming and it's not just about well, I mean, the bottom dollar. I'm assuming most people would know that going in, right? When they, what do you mean? They would know what Unreal has to offer and whatnot. That's why they choose Unreal. You don't just choose Yes, but like this is, this is a prime opportunity for Unreal to be a good guy. And like these other big engines to come forward and be like, hey, instead of punishing success, we're going to help grow and foster it. Because that's that's what Unity is doing now is basically punishing success and like being like, well, we're greedy. We want like money out of all of it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know like how that would be perceived, though. That's my issue is like if Unreal comes out and says, yeah, we're not going to be like Unity. We're going to do this differently. No, they don't have to say that. They don't have to. They don't have to acknowledge Unity at all. But if they just came forward and said, like, I don't know, this is what we've got for new developers. Like, we've got. I don't know. I don't know. I just I feel like it wouldn't it wouldn't come off as genuine because it's like, I guess it's just, I'm so pessimistic about like the capitalist system. There's just you, well, you'll it, just see exactly, it as a cash grab. That's the thing. You'll just see it as a cash grab. So by them staying quiet, I feel like it's more genuine for them to, like, let companies come to them instead of them going fishing for companies to come join them. Because they could be authentic, they could be genuine with wanting to like help people out, but like it'll always feel not genuine because they're a company at the end of the day. <laughs> but by being quiet, it makes it feel genuine in a way because they're not actively going out for people. That's not how you like run a successful business. I don't think they're complaining like right, right now. I don't think they're complaining. No, right no, no, now. no, exactly. <laughs> but right now, it is an external factor that is enhancing like their their bottom dollar, right? Yeah. But. This is a great opportunity for them to either, like I said, win clout or do something to foster the like development of the people who are already using Unreal. Unreal, like this Unreal is- tomorrow announces they'll give you a twenty cent <laughs> grant, a twenty cent bonus for every <laughs> yeah, every, every developer. Yeah, every developer will pay you twenty cents every time your game's downloaded. <laughs> no, but just like to to turn around and just be like, hey. This is like what we're gonna do for you. I know it will never happen because you know pessimism and capitalism, but like this is just a golden opportunity to make a good change, even if it seems like they are directly like taking the opportunity off of unity. Like this is this is what you do. This is how you go for it. This is how you solidify your brand. This is how you fucking grow that bottom dollar. And you're just taking advantage of another company's fuck up, which is fine because you didn't fuck up. They fucked up. Unity fucked up. Unreal didn't fuck up. I'm trying to see. I'm, I'm looking up a list of game engines right now. I want to see what other like big game engines are out there that are competing with Unity and Unreal. Because like, those are like the two big ones you hear all the time, right? Yeah. I'm trying to hear, see if there's anything else. Like, Obviously, there's tons of like proprietary ones, but I'm looking for ones that are like open source like free to the world or whatever <laughs> yeah 
There's a few, but I've never even heard of them, so I'm assuming they're not big. Yeah. I remember when I was like six years old or like eight years old, I forget. Maybe older. I was like probably like 10, let's be honest. Um, For some reason, I got Unity Engine on my like PC. Like it was free. Mm-hmm. And I was just fucking around with it and like... Maybe I was too retarded at the time, but like I thought that it was like a video game. I thought I was playing a video game, but I was actually yeah. designing a video game. But it's just funny to see how like a 10 year old can like figure out how to use a game engine. It's actually not that complicated. Yeah, no. Very and intuitive. How it should be. Yeah. Like just imagine how the gaming industry would change if it was more accessible to everyone. Isn't that what, like, isn't that what you want for, like, the industry and not just that, but, like... In an ideal hey, world, if, yes, but in our world, no. Because yeah. then it leads to oversaturation like, and then, you know, too many games in the market and then no one gets money out of it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah, you, capitalism. Because you got to make a living at the end of the day, right? So there's, like, 20 million fucking indie games then. No one gets any money. There's already 20 million indie games. Yeah, but it'd be more. Like, sorry, 20 billion then. <laughs> yes, but like... like we're, we're all, it's like that theory of like, oh, like anybody could cure cancer type of thing. I don't know. What the fuck are you saying? <laughs> like the, the person... the Right now in the world, there's somebody out there who has the potential to cure cancer, but because of, you know, like life situations, like whether it acts of god or disabilities or like things that are natural like that person just hasn't had the opportunity to develop the skills they need or have the resources to actually cure cancer yeah i i guess i'd be like somebody out there could make a bomb ass game is what i'm trying to say but because like it's not easy like game dev isn't easy it hasn't happened. I mean, some, it's, some it's things like, will never just some things will just never be easy, though. That's the no, that's just a matter of life, right? Like, like engineering will never be easy. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, how much is Unity? Because I I swear I played it like free when I was like, like ten years ago, but obviously it probably costs money now. Yeah. I Plans and pricing. Let's see. Holy shit, $2,000 for Jesus. A, a pro. Um, student and hobbyist. Oh, it's still free. You, well, there's there a, you there's a free version of Unity. Except when people start downloading your game. <laughs> 20 cents, baby. <laughs> oh, there's also like a student version. Uh, to learn how to use it properly and... Learn the tools and yeah. workflows professionals use on the job to prepare for a career in the video game development. So, 80-hour work weeks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like being treated like a dog? Um, sexual assault in the workplace? Oop. Frat bro environment? <laughs> frat bro environment. In the, in the most non-frat bro stereotypical environment possible. <laughs> Fucking video games? Uh, no no who's developing games fucking nerds what happens when you give like nerds a little bit of power or interest they go fucking crazy (laughs) let's let's not pretend that's not true can you imagine how bad it is in like 
sports industry then, where the actual alpha bros go? <laughs> or Watch fin- chill. <laughs> financing? <laughs> Fucking business? I mean, that just becomes ruthless. But, like, with, like, any fucking gamer bros in any tech field it just goes to their head true anyway but yeah unity's fucking all up so uh that's that i guess um anything else we can add to this i'm trying to make sure we didn't miss anything i think we got everything in this topic yeah yeah uh yeah i guess that's that's it uh, speaking of big money, though, we can talk about another topic that involves money, which is a funny little story, a goofy little tale of a man in Australia that sued oh, yeah. uh, a hospital for one billion Australian dollars, which is equivalent to about six hundred forty three million U.S. dollars for being in uh, for psychological for sorry, psychotic illness. I don't know why he called it that. A psychotic illness after the hospital encouraged him to watch his wife go through a C-section to give birth to his own kid. Um, obviously, <laughs> he lost this. This lawsuit was uh, issued back in 2018 or something like that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he what the fuck do you say? Uh caused psychotic illness that led to a breakdown of his marriage uh he chose to represent himself in court which is you know part oh, okay. part of the course for this kind of thing um yeah uh, de- uh the justice dismissed the suit and deemed the claim an abusive process but then the trial proceedings kept going because he pushed for it uh, and then said that the psychiatric impairment did not satisfy the threshold level of a lawsuit where usually lawsuits that are seeking damages for non-economic losses have to require an injury that is significant. And the judge said that it did not meet that threshold. Uh, Citing Australian legislation. Yeah. So the guy said he disagreed with the the decision, but was unable to agitate the correctness of it. The case was dismissed on September 12th. I, Imagine suing a hospital fucking... <laughs> for, <laughs> for like the nurses and doctors incur- being happy, like, happy for you and encouraging you to see, be with your wife. Yeah, while she gives I mean, like personally, <laughs> I would not want to watch, but I know that. <laughs> like, I don't understand how this guy couldn't make the executive decision to like be like, oh, maybe I don't want to see this. <laughs> it makes it. He makes it sound like the it's, fucking doctors are holding him at gunpoint. To make yeah, exactly. Like they held him down and forced <laughs> him to watch. Uh, yeah, he said the lot. Uh, the hospital failed in his duty of care to him by letting him watch the procedure. <laughs> what a waste of time! <laughs> Hell yeah, brother! Democracy. You're allowed to. Re- you're allowed to do whatever you want, man. Waste the taxpayers' <sighs> dollars. But god damn it, it's your right to sue anyone you want for any reason you want. I mean, like, that's a very Western ideal, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is just a little goofy story. Um, and you, story. You, you just know, you just know the minute someone's representing themselves in court that it's going to be a goofy story. Oh, that's yeah. such a, the worst thing you can do is represent yourself in court. 
I don't think that's ever, ever worked for anyone in the history of ever. <laughs> Represent yourself in court. Success. Oh my god. Okay, represent yourself in court, and the first thing that popped up, like in the autofill, was Reddit. Huh. You just know Reddit is the kind of person that would do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, unless you are literally like a lawyer yourself. Yeah. There is no reason. And even then, depending what it is, right, it can be a conflict of interest to a certain extent. Well, no, never mind. That makes no sense. Uh,. Uh, but yeah, that's that's that I guess. <laughs> last, should we move on to our last topic? last topic? Yeah, last topic of the day, big boy topic. Bring it up, Matt. This is your idea. Go for it. Yeah. So the Writers Guild of America, and I forget what AMPTP stands for. Uh. Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. There we go. The two have issued a rare joint statement coming off their Wednesday meeting. So the WGA and the AMPTP will continue negotiations today. So um, in a statement released on Wednesday, the statement was, the WGA and AMPTP met for bargaining today and will meet again tomorrow. So... Uh, as one studio source put it, if they're putting out a joint statement, I'm taking that as a positive. Given what's transpired, this feels different from before. So basically, Hot uh, dog. another source came forward and said, CEOs have cleared their calendars and want to sit and have a real conversation. So instead of clowning on... Did you hear, though, who's going, though? No. Top entertainment company leaders, including Disney CEO Bob Iger, Warner Bros. Discovery CEO David Zaslav, Netflix co-CEO Dead Sarandos... And NBC mm-hmm. Universal Studio Group Chairman and Chief Content Officer Donna Langley. All the big dogs came in. They yeah, cleared their schedule, so we're sitting down, and you're goddamn signing that fucking offer we offered you months ago. We're not <laughs> budging at all, motherfucker. No. They're... No. You think they're budging? I don't think they're budging at all. I... If they come, if they come back and say the same shit they did, like the reason why they went on strike in the first place they're just wasting everyone's time and people are going to hate them even more because that's the thing is like people the people have essentially sided with the actors and the writers at this point well like always yeah of course as they should um and i don't know they're not doing any more silly antics like you know cutting down trees to make them fucking protest in blistering temperatures well, so just, maybe they're actually getting their shit together also just don't hear about it either though could be still happening yeah but i don't know um, maybe i'm just pessimistic i don't think it's going to resolve anytime soon you just don't think striking works even though it's proven that it does no i just don't think they're going to get what they want in this specific scenario because of the context surrounding it i think they will eventually yeah Who, the, years down the line like the ceos no, the writers. Yeah, no, this is this has been a long time coming and like with the added issues of like AI and all that shit, I don't know. They're they're going to get the AI thing, but I'm the, talking about the pay. The pay thing is the thing I'm the most concerned about. I'm not concerned about it. I, I don't care, but like the thing that I don't think they're going to get. I think the strike helps writers that are already in the industry and well situated in the industry and doesn't help uh the people that are that are trying to break in 
because just the way this industry is designed, right? It's a gig industry. So of course, but it's never been about that. That's the thing. It has. It's, it's, they're trying to make a living. So like people are trying to get into the industry. So I'm not going to make a living because they're trying to get into the industry. They're not getting as many gigs no, and stuff yeah, like but, that. But, but this strike isn't for them. It's for the actors and the writers who are already in the industry and who are not like whose pay is not increasing with the amount of money being brought in to these executives and well, for ev- how much they're taking off the top. Well, it's for everyone. In the, like, in yes, the- in the long run, it is for everyone. But right now it is about the people who are already like members of the union and who are already actors and writers. Well, even people it's that not are, about new people well, joining. Even people that are in the, trying to get into the industry are part of the guild. Yes, and this will help them, yeah. but this isn't about them. This is about like existing talent. It's about how like like we talked about a couple weeks ago, like the fucking actors in suits on Netflix making like piss poor residuals, like sense, even though it was like the biggest show last year on Netflix, like things like that. Yeah. Well, see, that's where. Well, that brings up another issue. It was like, it's uh like a you want to help the small guy. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, but like, you can't really help the the new people if you're not even in a position. Like, this is what that is about. This is about them. Yeah. Getting their. I just feel like some people are trying to use this strike to get into those positions though and it's not going to help them they could be yeah because like but it's just the fact that negotiations between the writers guild and the amptp have been at a standstill for months yeah like, so how long was the and then you have people like bob Iger coming forward and saying like i i'm just gonna wait till they can't afford their houses anymore like how, how like how do you not want a guillotine like you know when people say shit like that and you see how much money they're making compared to what they do um <laughs> fuck me i'm reading the fucking right last writers guild that strike that happened in 2007 mm-hmm. basically the big the big thing i guess i'm reading the wikipedia quickly they wanted the residuals on DVD purchases to be doubled and the strike the strike concluded with no change of the calculation of DVD residuals <laughs> yeah. what a fucking flop oh there's more to it though uh, jurisdiction reality and animation uh, conclusion the animation the reality and animation jurisdiction proposals brought forward by the writers guild were formally removed from the table what the fuck was the point of this whole fucking strike in 2007 then Nothing changed. What the fuck? Uh, I'm trying to see. Oh, they were granted a 1.2% increase for distributors' gross receipts. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> That's the only thing they got approved for. Not approved for, but negotiated and got. Well, I hope they're more successful this time because goddamn, this is... I was trying to see how I just wanted to see how long the strike was. It was only four months. I thought it lasted like a whole year for some reason. The, to, the one from two thousand seven. Like yeah, thought there was like a, that writer strike lasted a long time, and that's why like sh- media sucked. Well, I just remember because like was it? 
wasn't like this, something like the office like stopped for like a long time because of it. I don't remember. Oh no, they just cut their season short. Yeah, I, I just, and Steve Carell like dipped because he didn't he he was firmly on the writers' guild side of things and not being a scab and stuff and whatever. Oh, Some, something yes. like that. I knew, I know Steve Carell was super involved. Yeah. Speaking of scabs. Oh yeah, we <laughs> kind of talk about that briefly. Um, yeah, there's there's talk show hosts that are uh gonna keep going on with their show even with the writer strike going on and the big name out of this is drew barrymore i guess because i don't know who the fuck the other person is bill bill mayor a famous what is he famous for i know he's famous for celebrity stuff he does um, like shows Pol- yeah. politically incorrect I, I know that show like it is like a bunch of like late night talk political shows like yeah slightly political Comedian, writer, producer, political commentator. Yeah. Anyways. But the big one is Drew Barrymore because she's like America's sweetheart. Yeah. And she said when that. She started her show. Everybody loved it and loved her and was like, oh my God, we love Drew Barrymore. She's such a sweetheart and she's so down to earth. And then now she, uh, when was it? On September 10th, she announced that her show was coming back despite it being struck by the Writers Guild of America. Mm. So like. Um, the way the strike works is like, if you don't meet the conditions, the writer's guild can come forward and say like, no, like, this is why like movie studios, like a 24, like they're meeting the criteria. Oh, wait, hold up. That is being put on them. Update. She's not going forward with it. Yeah. Yeah. She's not, she's not. So yeah. As of September 10th, she came forward saying like, Hey, a new season is going to like be of her show. And then she faced humongous backlash because everybody's like, we're in the middle of a fucking strike, girl. What are you doing? And then she put out a statement saying that, like, basically just, like, apologizing but not doing anything about it. She issued an apology six days later for hurting feelings but said the show would still continue, specifying that this was her decision. And she said, I just know there's nothing I can do that will make this okay to choose that is not okay with. And I fully accept that. I fully understand that. But that went even went over even worse (laughs) and she deleted that video and then as of this past sunday drew barrymore announced that she would respect the strike and stand in solidarity with her writers so her show's not coming back until the strike is over yeah i just like what was she thinking in the first place i think she was trying to make a buck and trying to run the show without like writers I think I read that, that somewhere. She was trying to make her talk show happen without, like, writers involved in the process whatsoever. Yeah. So, technically not being a scab, I guess. I don't know. Well, it's actors too, right? So, never mind. So, technically, she's part of that, is she? Right. Well, Are the actors on I don't know if, like, because she's not, she's not, like, it's not, like, a movie or a production, right? It's a daytime talk show. I, I don't know if it follows the same rules. Yeah, but obviously I know, does, I know soap operas don't. They have their own separate yeah. uh, union. Union. Probably. So that's yeah. sh- they're still pumping out shows right now. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not sure what they would fall under. Because like, what have the late night shows been doing? Like, uh, what the fuck's his name? Fucking one guy that's all over YouTube. Yeah, the Toxic Workplace. 
You're getting Ellen DeGeneres right now. Um, Fuck, what's his name? I'm looking at a picture of him and I can't. Jimmy uh, Fallon. Jimmy Fallon, yeah. Is this I show was still, literally staring at a picture is of this show still Drew Barrymore on. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Is the Jimmy Fallon show still on? Uh, oh, he's doing this like Strike Force 3 show right now. I, I remember reading about that. Uh, it's like a live podcast show mm-hmm. instead. Yeah, his like actual show, the Jimmy Fallon show or whatever. The, the Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon is not. Um, yeah, okay. But he has bigger things to yeah, worry about right now Aaron. anyways with those allegations of. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> he always, do, have you seen him in videos? He looks like a fucking weirdo. He like doesn't know how to talk to people. It is so uncomfortable. I don't know how he's so famous or like so popular as a Tonight Show host. Like he's just so weird. Yeah, because he started off as like I, a stand-up, and then yeah, he he was on like SNL. Like that's oh okay how yeah. he got his rise. He was like like a comedian. SNL, and then became late night. He got his own show yeah. and like the guests who go on it, like literally everybody has been on it, but he just is so, I don't know. He's so uncomfortable to watch because like he'll like, it sounds like he's fake laughing. Like when he laughs at things, he like goes in way too hard and it's just like, bro, that wasn't that funny. Like, Yo, you... apparently you addressed it. Sorry. Apparently he went, he did the day of the article's publication, we're talking about the toxic workplace and the crying rooms and all that. He apologized yeah. to his staff on a Zoom call saying it's embarrassing and I feel so bad. Sorry if I embarrassed you and your family and friends. Bro, <laughs> that's not an apology. <laughs> what is this? What is with celebrities like not fucking understanding? And then NBC what declined to the comment is. on what was happening. Well, of course yeah. they did. Yeah. God. Oh, the Strike Force 3 with um the other two <laughs> late night show people, Stephen Colbert and and Jimmy Kimmel. That's it. There's a few, actually. Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers, and John Oliver launched a podcast on Spotify yeah. with pro- proceeds going to their out-of-work staff. Aww. See, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, see? Bro, you know why he's doing that? Because these allegations came out. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I gotta get on this. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get on this. <laughs> Again, me being pessimistic, we just fucking know that's the reason. You just know this is why he's doing this. Well, not just that, but like, heart. also, these are like the famous night show hosts. So if he wasn't a part of it, they would all be like, everybody would look at that and say, like, mm, remember when Jimmy Fallon decided not to go on this? You know? <laughs> yeah, true. Like, clout is definitely a part of the reason for it. Which is fine if clout leads you to success, I guess. True, yeah. Anyways, let's wrap here. Yeah. Uh, let's do the question of the episode. Uh, Excuse me. <laughs> I'm looking at this one question and I'm going to say it on air, but would you rather ride a bike, ride a horse or drive a car? And I don't know how to do any of those. <laughs> Matt's that fucking stupid. 
tra- like travel? I don't know how to do that. I kind of want to ask this question that I have highlighted, but I don't have a good story for it, so it's kind of boring. Yeah, I don't have a good story for it either. This one. I mean, we should strike it off the list. This one here. Um, I think we've answered this. Really? I think. We've probably answered so many of these because we don't take them off the list. Dude, I don't think we answered this one. I don't remember answering this one. All right. So, which of Sorry the five if senses we answered this would you before, say is your strongest? Which of the five senses you say is your strongest? Honestly, for me, smell. My sense of smell. I will sometimes just like get a whiff of something and I'm like, what? Even how did I? Oi. Like, fucking slapping the shit on my mic. Sorry. How did I notice this? I would probably. Definitely not hearing. I'm deaf as hell. <laughs> definitely not sight because I have definitely glasses. Definitely not sight because we both wear glasses. <laughs> we both wear glasses. I don't feel like I have a significantly like strong sense of smell, but I also don't have a significantly like good like sense of touch either, though. So like it's hard to. Well, how about you come over and we'll work on shut your the fuck up. Touch. Oh, taste. <laughs> yeah, you have no taste either. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I will go with taste. Actually, I can probably have a strong. Sense you can of differentiate taste. flavors. Like, you can eat mystery meat and be like, oh, I know what this is. Actually, absolutely not. I take that back because I can't even tell the difference between butter and margarine, so. Oh, there you go. I take that back. That's probably why I eat, I'm able to, like, eat so many different foods. I just don't fucking taste the difference. So, I guess by default, it has to be, like, smell or touch. Same with you. Because, yeah, everything else is breaking apart in my body. So, final answer is smell. Just because I want to be the same as Matt. Yay. All right, well, that's it for this episode of the pod, Big guys. old 99. 99. 99. Next week, we'll be back with an AI-generated episode of the pod. Shut up. And possibly some new developments in how the pod is put onto the internet, huh? We'll drop a little teaser. i It was nice knowing you. <laughs> well, make sure to ask your questions, guys, on social media, on Spotify, and on our website, mildlyignorantpodcast.com. Uh, make sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, or X, sorry, and Instagram. Shut up. <laughs> we're not calling it X. The only reason why I use X still is to fucking post While on there. While it still exists. Yeah. We're not posting on there anymore if we have to pay money. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. And we'll see you guys next week for our big 100-episode special where we have lots Yay. planned for you. 100% totally. Believe us, please. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.